Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before the... Lesson 156. I walk with God in perfect holiness. You probably hear me moving around a little bit. I apologize for that. Lesson 156. I walk with God in perfect holiness. Today's idea but states the simple truth that makes the thought of sin impossible. It promises there is no cause for guilt, and being causeless, it does not exist. It follows surely from the basic thought so often mentioned in the text. Ideas leave not their source. If this be true, how can you be apart from God? How could you walk the world alone and separate from your source? We are not inconsistent in the thoughts that we present in our curriculum. Truth must be true throughout if it can be true. It cannot contradict itself, nor be in parts uncertain and in others sure. You cannot walk the world apart from God because you could not be without him. He is what your life is. He is, he is what your life is. Where you are, he is. There is one life. That life is, there is one life. That life you share with him. Nothing can be apart from him and live. That's a badass sentence right there. Nothing can be apart from him and live. So you have to be God. So if you are apart from God, you can't live. There's no life possible there. I have been finishing up I Reality, I Reality and Subjectivity by David Hawkins. And the last chapter in the book is called Homo Spiritus. So as opposed to, you know, Homo Sapien, Homo Sexual, it's probably... It's it's Pride Month, no, as opposed to like uh, Cro-Magnon, Homo sapien, um, homosexual, homo spiritus. This is the un-PC episode, um, homo spiritus. And the end of the chapter, I mean, I'm, I'm to like the last 20 pages of the book. And it is, it, it is so... It is. It makes such perfect sense that understanding the perfect sense of it brings you to be one with God. It is magnificent. It is beautiful. And you get glimpses of the truth or you get experiences of this truth with a capital T. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful stuff. Yet where he is, there must be holiness as well as life. No attribute of his remains unshared by everything that lives. No attribute of his remains unshared by everything that lives. God is everything, in other words. What lives is holy as himself because what shares his life is part of holiness and could no more be sinful then the sun could choose to be of ice. The sea elect to be apart from water or the grass to grow with roots suspended in the air. There is a light in you which cannot die, 
whose presence is so holy that the world is sanctified because of you. All things that live bring gifts to you and offer them in gratitude and gladness at your feet. The scent of flowers is their gift to you. The waves bow down before you and the trees extend their arms to shield you from the heat and lay their leaves before you on the ground that you may walk in softness while the wind sinks to a whisper round your holy head. Wow. I'm going to read that again. The waves bow down before you and the trees extend their arms to shield you from the heat and lay their leaves before you on the ground that you may walk in softness while the wind sinks to a whisper round your holy head. Beautiful. The light in you is what the universe longs to behold. All things live, all living things are still before you, for they recognize who walks with you. The light you carry is their own, and thus they see in you their holiness, saluting you as Savior and as God. Accept their reverence, for it is due to holiness itself, which walks with you, transforming in its gentle light all things unto its likeliness and its purity. This is a really profound, beautifully powerful lesson that is moving me as I am reading it. This is the way salvation works. As you step back, the light in you steps forward and encompasses the world. It heralds not the end of sin and punishment and death. In lightness and in laughter is sin gone because its quaint absurdity is seen. It is a foolish thought, a silly dream, not frightening, ridiculous perhaps, but who would waste an instant in reproach to God himself for such a senseless whim? Yet you have wasted many, many years on just this foolish thought. The past is gone with all its fantasies. They keep you bound no longer. The approach to God is near, and in the little interval of doubt that still remains, you may perhaps lose sight of your companion and mistake him for the senseless ancient dream that now is past. Wow. And in the little interval of doubt that still remains, you may perhaps lose sight of your companion, that's a companion with a capital C, and mistake him, capital H, Mistake him for the senseless, ancient dream that now is past. Mm. Who walks with me? This question should be asked a thousand times a day. Till certainty is ended, doubting and established peace. Today let doubting cease. God speaks for you in answering your question with these words. I walk with God in perfect holiness. I light the world. I light my mind and all the minds which God created one with me. This is such beautiful stuff. It is such an honor to share it with you. And you can see how this would offend um, the typical or the traditional Christian. What do you mean there's no sin? 
but we are relating to the world through the lens of non-duality, meaning it's all one. Everything is all one. And we practice these lessons, we become vessels for miracles. We see everyone else's sin as a reflection or a projection or a projection and a reflection of our subconscious guilt. We heal ourselves, the guilt within ourselves, by healing or by forgiving others. Beautiful, powerful, amazing, accessible access to divinity and God and to this beautiful universe we find ourselves inhabiting. And I tell you what, in this day and age with all of this stuff that's happening in the world, the world needs you doing this powerful forgiveness work more than it ever has. Thank you for being a part of the solution. I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. I'm going to read that again. Think you he will not make this possible for you who chose to carry out his plan for the salvation of the world and yours? Today, our theme is our defenselessness. We clothe ourselves in it as we prepare to meet the day. We rise up strong in Christ and let our weakness disappear as we remember that his strength abides in us. We will remind ourselves that he remains beside us through the day and never leaves our weaknesses unsupported by his strength. We call upon his strength each time we feel the threat of our defenses undermine our certainty of purpose. We will pause a minute as he, t- as I, as he tells us, I am here. So we will pause a moment as he tells us, I am here. So anything you bump into that you don't think you can handle, you just pause for a second and you just let God remind you that he's there. Your practicing now will, bring, will begin to take the earnestness of love to help you keep your mind from wandering from its intent. Be not afraid nor timid. There can be no doubt that you will reach your final goal. The ministers of God can never fail because the love and strength and peace that shine from them to all their brothers come from him. These are his gifts to you. Defenselessness is all you need to give him in return. You lay aside but what was never real to look on Christ and see his sinlessness. I really encourage you to take some time to read this over yourself and to honor the course for what it is. It is profound. It is beatific. It is beautiful. It is beyond this world. I had an experience today where I went out riding on my one wheel, the the thing that I got hurt on so badly. I've been riding it around because I need to get outside and it's really the only vessel I have access to. I've been riding a lot more conservatively so as to minimize accidents. I haven't fallen since I've been riding it on the street, knock on wood. The accidents happen on trails. I ride on trails and riding on the street is a lot safer. Anyway, there was this truck that just came, I mean, plowing plowing through the intersection well past the crosswalk just as the crosswalk sign was turning to the just as the 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 crossing sign for the pedestrian was turning on so in other words I had the go ahead to cross the crosswalk and I was actually going to walk my board so that I was technically a pedestrian and this guy just blew right 
through the crosswalk and I'm walking up to him and he's not seeing me there and I have the right of way as a pedestrian. And I screamed at the top of my lungs, hey, to notify him of my presence. And he looked at me and he went, oh, like, sorry. And then he made the right hand turn anyway. So he was in a rush to get somewhere. I intuited in, in immediately that he was intoxicated. And, and he just went about his life. He could have, if I had not yelled, he would have very, very literally run me over. He would have plowed me over with his F-250. No joke. And I got across the intersection, and this guy was well on his way to continue being insane or drunk or high on drugs or whatever it was. And I just said to God, will you help me to, will, will you help me to use this to, to learn the true meaning of forgiveness? I want to learn what forgiveness means because of this. And it was this thing I didn't have to really think about that just sort of happened. It was this effortless willingness to forgive. You know, I hope that guy doesn't plow anybody over or get in anybody's way today that's less forgiving because he is rolling some karmic dice. I will tell you that much. So thanks to all for listening, and I will talk to you next time on the Course in Miracles podcast. Bye-bye.